Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Survivor Now podcast, where you'll get the quickest, most in-depth reactions to everything Survivor. As always, I'm your host, Randy Bruce, and today I am joined by my two lovely co-anchors again. Josh is back, so, you know, he's stuck with us now. At this point, he is stuck with us. And we are joined by Season 41 alum, Abraham. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, doing great. Having a great time tonight. Oh, doing good? (laughs) I'd love to hear it. It is Survivor Night, October 12th, and let me give you a quick rundown of what we just witnessed here before we get into our tribal takeaways. So we just watched Cody dominate the reward challenge. I mean, Cody had a great episode tonight in general, Uh, and he hoodwinked the Coco tribe, then helped the Baca tribe beat Coco at the immunity challenge in an extremely interesting fourth episode of Survivor 43. At the end of it all, we had to say goodbye to Lindsay. She kind of did that to herself, if I'm being honest, a victim of her own paranoia, which drove her trimates to turn on her and vote her out forth. So, gentlemen, after all that is said and done, I'm going to start with Abraham here for our tribal takeaways. What are you taking away from, I mean, this this jam-packed episode altogether? Because it was it was insane. There was a lot that happened this week. It was three three main episodes, three key takeaways for me. One, don't overgive. Just let just don't overgive. You get rid of everything. Secondly, try to calm yourself on Survivor. If you if you're the nervous one, nine times out of ten, we've seen that you'll be voted out. And the biggest giveaway is what happens when you actually help another tribe win? What, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, we're going to be talking about all that on this episode because there's a lot of controversial moments that happened this week. Josh, what are you taking away from this this week's episode? Yeah, um, you know, first of all, uh, upset that of the three Philadelphia area folks who started off this season, we've now lost two of the three uh, in Lindsay and Mariah. So we are uh, pretty much down to James. Uh, All all the Philadelphia hopes now on James. uh, (laughs) He wants to follow in the line of great 
uh, Philadelphia Survivor players. Um, second, I think Cody has already earned himself a return spot on a future season, and there are not many players you can say that who through four episodes, you are like, this guy has to come back and play this game again. I don't care how far Cody goes. Like, I want to see more Cody. And I de- I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about just his overall brilliance these first four episodes. Um, and the third one, yeah, I mean, that, that you know, it was the most sort of amazing race-ish thing we've seen so far in tribes really helping one another drain to the challenge. I was okay with it. I know from the group chat, you guys weren't okay with it. So I'm definitely excited mm. to get into that because uh, I know that's going to be super controversial. Uh, yes. And what I, what I took away from this episode, from my point of view, is if you ever want to just completely rob a tribe, just threaten to take their machete. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there and I mean, we can just touch, we'll touch base on this now and then go back more in depth a little bit later. But he's like, I want your machete. And they about lose it. Like, oh, they will not survive without it, which I think you could survive. I don't know. I've never been out there. Abe, maybe Abe shaking his head. No, if you're listening to the podcast, you need a machete. You need a machete. Uh, But he ended up taking the fishing gear and part of their food supply because he, he just said, hey, I want your machete. So they, I was like, I thought Cody kind of robbed uh, the Coco tribe, which uh, we'll talk about Cody, like you said, Josh, and how good of an episode he had this week and how he's really, you know, kind of controlling the game at this point. But let's get right into this week's elimination before we get more in depth into some of the controversial moments that I know we're going to be really talking in depth with. Uh, we say goodbye to Lindsay this week and um, they had me fooled. They did. Cause I actually looked, uh, I watched it with my family and I looked at them and I was like, this is geo. This is an easy vote. They want you to think it's Lindsay, but this is going to end up being geo. And they actually did pull the plug and turn on Lindsay just because the paranoia was, out of this world we've seen it before there's just some people on the game of survivor and i might be one of those players if i ever go on the show you get to the nitty-gritty of voting someone off and they just lose it they can't handle everyone walking off and talking i mean but Lindsay, she had multiple people and really james go to her and say you're fine you're fine and i love how james was like i don't understand why you can tell someone they're fine and they're still paranoid well james it is survivor and everyone who goes home has been told that they're fine so josh i'll start with you on this point what went wrong for lindsay here with the paranoia she just totally blew her game up yeah i don't know if there's much to break it down beyond that i mean they you know coco had not been to tribal council yet she'd been able to stay pretty safe and secure for 7 days they the you know you could see at the beginning of tribal council it was a tribe that was in good good shape and good spirits and was happy to be working together and was working well together until the other two tribes decided to you know team together and and knock them out combined with uh you know uh Ryan right yeah Ryan's sort of subpar throwing yeah um <laughs> I liked how you put that. Yeah, I mean, like, look, the dude, he has overcome so much, right? Like, it's hard to be like, but, he's you know. He's been an anchor for all Yeah, he's been awesome, episodes. but that was not his. I think he was trying to conserve some strength and not, like, throw over. But you, like, you got to, like, you saw a hard code. Anyways, to get back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, I, Josh off. I, yeah I, I don't think there's much to too much to get into it she just she just drove herself crazy abraham how i mean i hate to bring it up but you were 
one of the early people <laughs> voted out of the game. How hard is it going to that first tribal council? What's the feeling around camp? This is something that Josh and I wouldn't really know about. What's that feeling around camp when you're going to that first tribal council? Well, I've had plenty of months to replay what I would have done differently. That's that's one thing. Um, here's the thing about it is until you go to that first tribal council, it's going to be a little chaotic and it's going to be a little you are unsure of who's who. But like all good tribes, Lindsay, you were not the target. And I don't understand how she put herself in that mentality that since nobody's talking to me, I might be the target. And you you targeted Ryan. Ryan didn't have anything to say to anybody. He's been the workhorse of the tribe. So some people talked to you, some people didn't. I didn't talk to Tiffany before we voted. That could have changed the way my outcome. Votes could have went before me, but you just never know. And in this particular tribe here, we've seen it time and time again. You, you got to try to stay calm in those last. Here's the thing about it is we only see the edited version. They have all day to go back and forth with all that stuff. And then you come down to when it's time to vote and you still unsure. She should have said nothing at tribal council, but you fell into Jeff's trap again. Jeff likes to pull. Information I was, was going to say, I feel like she made. I almost feel like this was kind of a tribal council decision because how she was speaking in tribal council, like kind of calling out her tribe members. Like there are people who didn't come talk to me today. And then she kind of just Ryan was like, I'm sorry that I didn't. I'll own up to it. Can we work together in the future? And she just flat out rejected him like flat out. No, thank you. And well, I'm like, I, she, she yeah. went main character syndrome. She just was like, she had to, she, you know, that's what she, um, hinted at it earlier when she was like, they should see me as a threat. I'm a big strategic threat. And it's like, yeah, but you, you know, and not in a bad way, right? But it's not like you'd been running your tribe, right? Like you, you might be all of those things. You do seem like she's in good shape and she's smart and I'm sure she can be all of those threats, but it's not like she's been Geo or Cody or someone who's like making all these big moves in the early game. It was their first tribal. There was, you know, there wasn't anybody out there yet who was like, wow, Lindsay is a real snake in the grass. We got to keep an eye on her. She can dominate this game later on. She hadn't established that yet in a good way. But she, in her own mind, made herself this main character of like, oh, my God, I have to be the person. And from that lens, it distorted everything else that she viewed the way that the tribe dynamic was happening. You want to say less at tribal council more before you go to tribal council. You want to try to solidify your position because Jeff is going to try to pull something out of you. And if you start going back and forth with other tribe mates, wrong time. Definitely <laughs> less is more. And if your alliance can't trust that at tribal council, you're not going to say something oh. that's going to throw your entire alliance under the bus. Like, especially in the early, it's their first tribal council. And now they're saying like, oh, it's our first tribal council and she's losing it. Like, do we want to go to more tribal councils and trust Lindsay? I just don't even see where she, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Abraham. And I, I think we all get the point that, you know, we're all not casual fans. Like we all know there's a ton of time that doesn't make the airspace. But just from if I'm going with what made the air based off what I saw, obviously, I don't even know why she was paranoid because it really didn't seem to me that Ryan was talking like any game with anybody. If I'm being honest, it just didn't seem like Ryan was that active. Geo, he said it at tribal council. He's like, I feel good, but I just didn't really, you know, he didn't, he feels good, but he didn't really scramble and stuff around. So she keeps talking about how everyone's going off. But from what, from my point of view, the people who were going off were people in her alliance. Like, isn't that the whole point of having an alliance? Like if, if 
us three are in an alliance and we're like, sorry, Will, I'm going to throw your name out. We are missing Will. I'm voting Will out. I'm voting Will out. If all three of us decide we're voting Will and you two go off to talk, I'm not really going to be that nervous because you could be talking about anything. I know you have my back or at least I feel that way. So that's why I was confused about why she was getting so paranoid. Like the people that you should be concerned about, Gio and Ryan, didn't even seem like the people who were going out with the members of her alliance. I also Look, feel like it's 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 your alliance. It's your first tribe. It's the people that you've been allied to. So either they're being honest with you and you're safe or they're not and you're out and there's really not much you can do about it. You know, if, if, so you either just ride with it and don't bring all the attention to yourself or you flip out and bring all the attention to yourself and get yourself voted out anyways. That's you know what? You, you overplay the game of Survivor. Sometimes you just overthink it. You're like, this, this is going to happen in the game of Survivor. If you got one person that sides with you, you got the strongest alliance you're going to get. The other people are either with somebody else or they're with that third person. But here's the thing about it is you have to say, I have to trust somebody. Pick one person and say, I'm going to put my trust in that person and get through that first tribal council. On the flip side, you can argue Coco should never have been at tribal, or maybe wouldn't have been at tribal council, if not for the fact that at the immunity challenge, two tribes worked together. Randy, you can tell by your reaction, what was going through your mind when you're watching uh, two tribes? Let's let's get into this. Let's get into this, gentlemen, because I feel like this is going to be the majority of discussion here. I looked on Twitter as you know, I run our, our Twitter account here. Um, and people were all over the place. Marianne was quoted on Twitter saying, uh, that Vessi was ice cold for that one. Um, so <laughs> there was a wide variety of whether it's right to do, whether it's wrong to do. <laughs> I like it. And you know, all is fair in love and war. I understand why they were doing it. Now, what I'm about to say, everyone's going to go, boo, no, it should never be like that. I kind of feel like when you're done with the challenge, keep your mouth shut. Josh, I know you don't watch uh, Australian Survivor, but this this thing happened this last season when they were down to like the final six is that one person went over to another and literally like basically put the puzzle together for them. And there's a lot of controversy, uh, controversy after that. Um, and I just feel like it's not right. <laughs> I, I do, uh, but I don't think I know what I just said is lame about like, they, they need to keep quiet. I think that should be the rule, but on the flip side, I understand you can't make that the rule and it's, it's fair. If, if they want to help out, that's on them. But I did tweet out. I said, everyone's been complaining about survivor doesn't have any villains anymore. They won't cast any villains on the show. That's how that's your villain. That's as close as you're going to get to villains. I mean, the whole tribe, the whole tribe is a villain. Yeah, here, you here. can you can boo the Vessi tribe now because they were all helping them. I mean, it started with Noel and it went on to Cody and Dwight. Um, it was the entire tribe. So if you're if you're so desperate for a survivor to have villains, you just have to accept that we're not. It's never going to be the same what it used to be. This is as close as you're going to get. The, those are your villains now. Now, here's here's my here's my problem with this. If you're going to break it down to three tribes, don't let another tribe help another tribe. Don't. I mean, you, you're actually saying, OK, we could ta- we could basically now what you just said was we can team up 
on day one. On day one now, we can team up and say, hey, we want to eliminate that other tribe. And every opportunity we get, we're going to help the other tribe. That's Problem what I'm is, nervous about. Yep. It comes to merge and you still got the Coco tribe. They got all their members. Guess who's going to be the next tribe I'll eliminate? No matter what else is going on, none of those players will make it. I'll make sure you never get a sniff of the pot of the top three. But it's just it's it's a mixed message. Yeah, do I like the twist in the game of Survivor? Of course, because it changes it. But do I like the fact that there's three tribes and you allow another tribe to help another tribe beat another tribe? No, I don't. I mean, we're already talking about a game that allows people to go through their bags to lie to. I, you know, I think no, <laughs> I, I, it's not different. I don't think that's different at all. Like you're already saying, there's a game. This is a game where there really aren't that many rules. And okay, so I didn't see the survive the Australian episode, but I'm assuming the player didn't literally go over and move the puzzle. They did itself. not. They 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 so, ran over to the other side and just basically did the same thing. Told them. Put that piece there. So, you, that, yeah. so theoretically, you could do that to mess with somebody and give them wrong instructions. So it's not like an automatic <laughs> given that they're helping you. So there's yeah. there's that to play into it too. But um, no, I I think okay. So uh, I think if your biggest worry is that two tribes are going to gang up on a third tribe and knock them and whittle them all the way down, my counter argument to that would be that the tribes are generally balanced enough that after one or two eliminations, you're not going to want to continue. You now you're going to be looking at the tribe that maybe you've been working with, which you're. I don't even know how you would really set that up until four episodes in when you realize, hey, this one tribe is doing well. Like by the time you eliminated a couple of Coco players, we're either going to have a merge or a swap or something where Coco's not going to be nearly as good, and suddenly Baka's winning well, and Bezzy's going to be like, well, we're not going to keep working with Baka now. They're dominant, so. I don't really worry about two tribes like actually teaming up to like Pagong a third. I just can't see that realistically ever happening. I think yeah, but uh, I don't even see where I don't even see where Vessi would go to eliminate Coco when Baca was a better choice because they could knock off one more member of Baca tribe. The whole thing didn't make sense at all. Well, no, I was gonna say Abraham. That was my next point. I think they're putting too great of emphasis on the reason they did Coco is because Coco had not been the tribal council and they were still a full fledged tribe, all six members. So they're probably worried about once they get to the merge. I mean, Coco would be in the driver's seat. They could all yeah. team up and knock out. Uh, I mean, and theoretically just, not speaking, but there's, there's probably just a little bit of like, hey. They've, we've been there like we you know they're already they're already losing like we can help ensure that it wasn't like coco had this massive lead Vezzi came from behind like coco was already behind they probably are going to lose that challenge they haven't been to tribal i feel like it kind of wasn't like oh this big plot of like let's get let's turn on coco but just like hey Right now, it makes sense for us to help you guys. I, I do feel like I do feel like we're past the days, though, with them putting so much emphasis on Coco has all six members. They need to go to tribal so they can vote someone off. I do think we're past the point of, you know, tribe numbers really meaning something. I mean, gentlemen, if you can remember a moment, when was the last time that a tribe pagonged another tribe? I mean, it's been forever. We haven't seen that in it's been a long time where tribe unity really mattered. Once we got to the merge where the tribes like, hey, we're sticking together. We're going to vote off everyone else. So I, I just if I'm playing the game nowadays, I'm not even worried about that, because every time you get to the merge, there's always someone ready to flip, especially with these small tribes. I mean, we're going to talk about it a little later on, but we're starting to see people rub others the wrong way. 
and you're just there's only six members so two people are not going to get along on such a small tribe so i wouldn't even worry about tribes pagani pagonging excuse me another tribe now randy i want you randy i want you to keep in mind who did i say was going to tribal tonight uh coco (laughs) they was gonna get there i didn't know how they was gonna get there but they got there (laughs) i do have there was one other interesting question as we were talking about villains that kind of popped into my mind because uh, i'm going to go sort of like big big culture right there's this sort of like in superhero, the, the, the anti-hero is a big thing now, right? The, the, the gritty person that sort of fights for good, but they're sort of a dark character. And I think Survivor has almost like the the mirror image of that. And I wanted to ask you guys about maybe coming up with a name with it. And I think Cody fits that archetype. And it's the villain who isn't really a bad person. The, the survivor villain <laughs> who actually has like some heroic qualities. Like Cody's a good dude, you know, like there's yeah. Cody is not a villain, but he's a survivor villain, but he's whatever the opposite of an anti-hero is. And I don't know mm. if anti-villain is the right word, but, but oh. <laughs> am I wrong? Like, tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I'm trying to think of a word. <laughs> like, but maybe like, let's think oh. of that for next time. Superman. What's the, what's the opposite of Superman? Um, Black Adam. Like Luther? First of all, y'all, the Kryptonite? It was the opposite Berserker or something where Superman had his alter ego. No, I don't don't know. I'm gonna get y'all a comic book. It's a whole berserk. Everything is backwards. Superman has an alter ego where everything is backwards. That's how Cody is. Everything is backwards. Because Cody really wanted to take that machete. That's where you get the villain part from. He really wanted the machete. No, he didn't. Well, he needed the machete. He, he, he wanted it at first. He was like, guys, we need to take the machete. He even said his tribes being, he's like, I want to go for the jugular. And everyone else is like, no, I mean, we can we can get into that before we get well, into to Gabler here. But that well, was Brandon, another. Oh, go ahead, Abraham. I got to call this busted, man. How are you going to take fishing gear when nobody's caught any fish? <laughs> Why would I give you 10 fish? When I gave, when you all got fishing gear, but nobody saw it, has shown one fish being ate. I'm not gonna say anything about that CBS. Well, they didn't even they didn't even take the fish. If anyone missed that, they they switched it out for a, a fruit basket and a toolkit. Did they get both? I was so confused yes. about that. They got like the tools and also some fruit and some limes. Yeah, so they like traded for fruit and and the toolkit. And and Cody, this episode, we can go ahead and go into. I mean, he had a good episode, but he did want that machete at first. He's like, guys, let's just take their machete. Like he, he's like, we let's just weaken the tribe. And the tribe was not having any of it. So I wanted to ask you guys, are you more on Cody's side or the tribe side? Do you just kind of save face and let's not, let's not ruin any, you know, let's not build any bridges here between us and let's just, or that's probably burn any. Yeah. Yeah. Burn any. Let's not burn any bridges here. Or do you just go for the jugular? Let's make them weak. They did. Cody didn't went for the jugular anyway. So Cody should have just took the machete and called it a day and be done with it. Because here's the thing the outcome is the same. Now you're on the chopping block with Vessi. Vessi tri- Vessi's on the chopping block. And here's the thing about it is. Take the machete, help somebody vote, help somebody win them uh, immunity. Either way, they got to the same result. You pissed off another try. So they got there. I have to disagree. And I think I actually I'm going to go back to Randy, the point that you just made of that. But the tribes being small and the, and the odds of a begonging being so unlikely, 
that it is helpful to not have, you know, when you merge and you have three people that maybe are going to be thinking like, oh, Cody really came in for the jugular versus, oh, Cody wasn't as ruthless as he could have been, even though it kind of seemed like afterwards they were like, hey, maybe we got played a little bit by Cody. But... They for sure got played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. they definitely did. But whether or not they would all figure that out immediately. Yeah, I know. I think I think you want to try to play like a little safe. You want to try. Oh, I'm sorry to have to be doing this. I don't want to hurt you guys too badly. You like the 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 air of we still want this evil equal competition, even though inside, you know, like I want to hurt you in the in the deepest way possible. Um, mm. You don't want to be then as soon as you reveal that, like, hey, I can be ruthless. Right. Then it, you're giving your opponent's ammunition to turn around and be like, Hey, Cody's ruthless. Look what he, he did to this tribe. I, I look, <laughs> I was like, are they going to give away that much stuff for fear of the machete being taken? So Cody being a salesperson is outstanding. I want to see Cody once he gets to the merge and see what happens. I was almost yelling at my TV. I was like, what are we doing? People like I would be irate if I was on that tribe and someone goes, if he's like, will you give me fishing gear and the food? And everyone's like, yeah, that's fine. I'd be like, are you insane? No, you can take the fishing gear or you can take the nice limes that we're offering you. Like, we're not doing both. And even if he takes a machete, I still think they could have survived without the machete. I now, also uh, feel I'm like they could have. Didn't they have a saw? No, Baca had a saw. I'm going to disagree with that because the machete is the only thing you have to open up coconuts with. Because we tried it, we tried it on rocks. Didn't work. There's really no other way to get it. It's other, there's another way to get into coconuts, but you need a machete to make the other two. So taking the machete would have been crucial to the whole game for them. I don't know. I think I'm almost willing to take the risk. You're you're going to be miserable, but I still look at it. CBS is not going to let you starve. Josh, They're not going to let you the, starve. Is the machete you. necessary for the flint as well? It is. No. They did. I thought uh, they said well, you'd no, you have could. to have it for the flint. You for the Flint, you you could use uh you you have to find something else. But Josh, if you on the show with with Randy, I'm gonna need you to vote him out, guy. <laughs> I think I think even if you lose your machete, what you can hope is potentially like you can do without it for like a couple days, and then you know maybe barter down some of your fishing gear for it, or some of your other stuff for it, or win it at the next you know rewards challenge. Like maybe that's the gamble you take. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely a rough day for Coco in general. They lost their fishing gear. They lost for the first time after both tribes, you know, conspired against them. They lost a tribe member and Lindsay, they lost their, a few limes, which were the worst looking limes I've ever seen. I, yeah, no appetite <laughs> for those limes. Uh, but let's talk about another person who had a rough day in the form of a guy that we all love. And that's Gabler. We've, we've, spoken, we've spoken about him a lot. Uh, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but during the challenge, he was being ripped apart. First off, he was told to shut up when he was like, he was like, oh, the, it, do this, do this. Or, oh, we, we're getting it. We're getting it. He was just cheering them on. And he, he was told to shut up because the other tribe started looking at him or looking at their uh, the square they were building. And then later on in the challenge, he was giving advice and Sammy was like, thank you, doctor, or thank you, professor. Appreciate it. Like in the most sarcastic voice. And then literally two seconds later, I'm pretty sure it was Sammy again who said, who asked, does anyone have any advice? 
And if I was Mike, I would have been like, no. Oh, hell no. You got this. You do you, Sammy. Sorry, the professor's checked out. And then not only that, we have this scene to start off the episode where he was laying palm fronds on. I don't know what was going on with that. Nature's blanket. (laughs) Like (laughs) while they while they were sleeping, Abraham, if if. (laughs) <laughs> let's take you back to your island days if you were in the middle you finally fell asleep and we know it's not easy to fall asleep on the island but you finally fall asleep and someone wakes you up by wh- laying palm fronds on you how mad are you going to be first of all there ants are everywhere so don't put anything on me we, we're sleeping with our heads covered up it's a little colder where they're at right now where they when they i guess when they fell but it was ants all on that stuff and I didn't know. I was like, no, nah, I'll just cover my head up. So that was a little quirky. I'm not going to say it was just, he was trying to do something. But here's the thing. When you stop eating a regular meal, when all you're doing is drinking water and you're trying to do some stuff, you're trying to do these challenges, you're going to get touchy. Uh, and I got to say, the therapist on the island, she was right. You got to fight. You got to figure out a way to navigate it, you know, because you don't want to just all out just bicker and argue the whole time. So you got to figure out how to navigate it. Gable just hadn't figured out how to navigate it yet. Because I'm like, if you'd have woke me up, I'd have been like, look, I only had two hours worth of sleep. Stop. I think yeah. they're kind of setting him up to be taken to the end. You, oh, oh, you that's think? A that's a good okay, one. Okay, Josh, you know we're going to ask you to explain that more. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we've seen over the years, the characters like, and he's not as bad as a Philip, right? He's clearly not like that level but we've seen people that have decided early on in the game, like, hey, this is a guy that eventually, like, that nobody's going to vote for in the end. He's not going to do anything super strategic. And if I'm nice to him and keep him under my wing, he'll be loyal to me and he'll drive everybody else nuts. But nobody will take him seriously as a threat to win. And, you know, the longer he sticks around, it, it wouldn't be surprising if he makes the merge to see him go really deep. I think I definitely think he's in a position, especially with the immunity idol. And remember now, we still got a beware advantage out there. He, I think if he gets into the merge and he does not go to a tribal council before the merge, oh, he's good to go. He, he's going to go deep because you can't vote him out. Mm-hmm. So Are it's going to be interesting to see how it plays. There's Are always, there's always going to be a bigger threat than him. Are, oh, we, yeah. con- are yeah. we convinced that the guys on the Baca tribe are going to stick together? Because that's how they've painted it so far. Nope. Sammy Sammy was the one. I loved his reaction to this. I loved it. He said, why is there a, bol- uh, a palm phone? <laughs> he's on just me? lying there. He's like, <laughs> he's literally, he woke up and he, he's like, is there a palm phone <laughs> on me? And she's like, yes. Why is there a palm <laughs> Like, he had no idea why it was perfect. But what are the dynamics with the Baca tribe right now? Or do we see it as night and day when it comes to kind of the guys are over here, the girls are over here. Is it that clear cut or do we think there's more of an underlying, if they were to go to tribal, it'd be more interesting than that. I think that Owen is going to be voted out. Tell you the truth. Really? He's the only odd person out because Gabler and Sammy are good. I, I, almost, lady, I feel like Owen's with them though. Owen's with whoever he gets the upper hand with. Remember now, we had this whole thing about how great Owen was going to play the game and how many moves Owen's going to make. Owen almost got voted out on the first episode. We ain't seen Owen since. 
Yeah, I mean, we it's been now a week since Baca's been to Tribal. And similarly to how, you know, they, they, they went right off the bat. They voted off Mariah for reasons that, you know, it was tough. It was day three. You know, you had to pit, vote off somebody. And now it's a week later. It's almost in the situation that Coco was in today where it's like, I don't think that it's, it's just sort of a fluid moving around. And until they get, like, some sort of force applied to them. We'll call them a non-Newtonian fluid, right? There's how Dorothy is going to get. It's fluid until force is applied, and then it gets rigid. And I think until force is applied, we're not really... Like, they keep hinting at Gabler annoying everybody, but then, like, when push comes to shove, is that are they going to get rid of him? And I, I don't know. I do want to add in, by the way, I love Sammy. Like, he's, like, the opposite uh, of Lindsay in that like, he's 19, and he is so chill and yeah. just, like... I'm not going to ruffle feathers. Like you just, the hint, you know, the fact that he was able to just like take that pom pom laid on him. Like you know, he's got the right mentality for this. He's another one. I, I definitely would like to see play in a future season. I think Actually, we can all, I'll go ahead. Abraham. Nah, you, I'm, I'm with Josh. I would like to see Sammy go further. I'm not concerned about his age. I'm not concerned about, but I am concerned that he's playing the game. Like it should be played. He's making the moves when he should. He's not overplaying and he's kind of laid back. But he's also effective in helping his challenge, helping in the challenges. But he's playing I like Michael Yerger. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see how far he can go. Um, it, it, it's going to be interesting. But he embraced the palm frond trees. <laughs> I think he we can. I think we can all agree that this cast as a whole is it is a great cast. There's not too many people on. I mean, everyone has their stories, and I think everyone's super interesting. There's really no one this season that I'm like. I could care less about that person. Like everyone I feel like has had a key input on the decisions that have been made so far this season. And they've had their airtime too. I got to give CBS credit. I don't, I don't know. Correct me if you guys see anyone that you think's getting a purple edit, but so far I think everyone's getting a pretty solid edit on the season. This is funny, man. When uh, Jesse and Cody were talking about what to take for another try. And Jesse was like, well, Back in the days when I had tattoos, <laughs> I took so that much But he was like, but now I'm still in a cul-de-sac. So I was like, what does that have to do with it? He said, I live in a cul-de-sac now. I was like, okay, Jesse. Uh, I understand what you're saying, guy. You, you don't move out the neighborhood. Uh, you know, and it, we have those fun moments. And I like the fact that they got captured. We get a chance to live that through. Um, but there's a couple people I want my vote now. Dwight, I'm, I'm going to vote you off for just being slow. I'm voting you all for not knowing how to untie a bag on Survivor with a lot more energy. <laughs> oh my gosh. How I totally forgot about that. When Jeff's like, uh, Dwight is moving as slow as possible and he just gives him the old, Oh, thanks Jeffrey. Uh, I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to be talking about the challenges though, because that challenge in particular was the reward challenge, which, Josh Abraham and I have had this discussion, but real quick, I'm interested on your side of things. Are you a fan of having reward challenges in the episode? Like, do you prefer if we had them every episode like it used to be? Or- yeah, I know. I, I, I do. I like having them. I like, um, I like sort of the, where they've gotten into where, you know, there's the occasional like reward and immunity, but then some episodes like this one where we've gotten a lot of camp life the last couple and we're going to get some later on where they just you know they went to that reward challenge pretty quickly um and I, I was fine with that you know i think 
when you only have these hour long episodes, if you did that every episode, you might be suffering for some camp life. But on the flip side, if you just did one challenge every episode, I think you'd go, oh, man, I really wish miss some of the reward ones. So I, I, I like the mix of it. I think they've kind of figured out a little bit that rhythm that they can get into with it. Um, so I, I'm good with it. I think actually I, I really can't complain too much about the editing. Randy, you nailed it. It feels like all the uh, players are getting really good edits, even if the confessional counts aren't even the people who aren't getting confessionals are getting a lot of screen time and doing other things. So you feel like you're getting to know them a lot. And we've gotten a really good mix of like camp life strategy, comedy. Um, I think it's been they've done a really good job. I think the editors over the last three seasons have have figured some things out they weren't doing. As yeah, well yeah, they're definitely they're definitely, I think, doing a lot better when it it comes to editing and giving us like the best hour of survivor that they can. Uh, I do have a topic oh. that I wanted to ask well, you guys. just to finish. Right. Like, and oh, yeah, is, yeah, I just, wanna, just, to, just on a related, just yeah, go I ahead. should have mentioned this. Like people complain about the loss of the credits, but I think yeah. honestly, like as much as we miss the credits, having an extra 90 seconds, you know, you, it might seem like, Oh, it's only 90 seconds, but you can show a lot in those 90 seconds. That's 90 seconds of extra strategy or 90 seconds of that funny Gabler camp life. But, you know, that's what that 90 seconds. <laughs> no, is. I and agree. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the realization of like, hey, we can show more if we do away with that. That's um, the upside. I would like to see uh, an impactful reward. If it's just going to be a reward challenge, let's make it impactful. Let's let's say, hey, let's give pizza something that impacts it so it can really have an outcome on when they do have to do the immunity challenge versus we've seen fishing gear and it gave them fish. Well, if you're again, fishing gear, I don't care about fish. Abraham, I you've been, you've reward. been, Oh, my bad. You guys used to be great. They used to have great rewards. I mean, we used to saw some great rewards. Now it's like you either get the fishing gear or you get the fish. Abraham, you've been with me far too long and you're stealing my thunder man because that's exactly <laughs> where i was going that is exactly what i was going to say i love reward challenges i know some people don't like them they say it takes up too much time some people just don't like challenges which if you don't like challenges that much is survivor really for you because that's a big part of it <clears throat> but let me put it like this i love reward challenges but i do think survivor us has has ruined them basically and by saying that just what you just said abraham it is pretty much the same rewards every year you know we're going to start off with maybe some comfort or, or the first challenge is going to be for your flint and then we're going to do like comfort and then fishing gear and then we're going to do like one fish that tiffany got the one the one big fish, hey, one or, big fish. <laughs> or we're going to do 10 fish and i'm sure the next reward is going to be some small food, like a small bag of rice or something like that. It, which I'm rewatching Survivor Palau right now, or Palau. Sorry, I said Palau. I just can't talk tonight. <laughs> so I'm rewatching Survivor Palau because I I need to finish all the seasons. That's the one I I say I'm a super fan, and I still have never seen season eleven through twenty three. I think, but that's besides. Can, can the point. we do a series of podcasts as you get to like? Panama and Cook yes, Island. Those would, are great seasons. Yeah. We should I would definitely be down to do rewatches. Uh but I, I was watching Survivor Palau earlier today and I just got past the challenge. Remember, remind you guys, this is the first time I've ever seen it. 
Uh, but I just got past the reward challenge where they went and swam with millions of jellyfish that could not sting you. Oh, that was nice. And it's a, an, an amazing experience. We saw people go to a volcano. We saw in uh, Survivor Africa, they went to literally uh, take care of kids and stuff, like donate school supplies and stuff like that. Um, I won't list off too many more, but I'll say in the last season of Survivor South Africa, we saw two people go to a wildlife like facility and actually got to see the process of taking care and dehorning of rhinos to protect them from poachers and stuff like that. And I miss that. Like I miss and I don't I really, really wish I was like super qualified and Jeff just like reached out to me because I that would be like one of the top things that I ask him is why aren't we doing that anymore? And I'm sure he would reply with, well, we want to make it tougher for the contestants. Like we want to, we want them to actually feel like they're surviving. And I'm like, yeah, but to me, that was a big part of what I, I always enjoyed the reward challenges. Like even the challenges where it's like build a toilet and whoever has the best toilet outhouse, then we'll fix your shelter for you and stuff like that. Oh my God. Or- the- they're like, go ahead. The, like four foot five local dude who would just like show up at your camp and just like know how to make your entire camp better. That was one of the greatest. I, I just saw I'm, I'm sorry that I, I promise I'll end after this one with listing them off because you guys are like, OK, Randy, we get it. Uh, but I will say I just saw one where they flew over in Survivor Palau. They flew over with an airplane and they had to signal them. And whoever had the best signal got supplies dropped off. And I don't want to hear they're doing it to save money. Because I can promise you, I'm no expert on budget, but I almost guarantee Survivor has a pretty good budget to at least do like, I'm not saying you have to spend money on an entire car anymore. If you don't want to do that, fine. But like, just do something where, hey, we're going to take you to, we're going to take you off the island and take you to like this local, you know, shelter. Do something like that, that like doesn't cost that much, but, you know, helps out or teaches something. I'm for those those moments. I'll stop my rant now. Oh, I'm no, so well, sorry. I, one, of my, so long one of my favorite ones was when I can't even remember what season it was, but they won like a four poster bed and then it like poured rain. So they just had this like soaking wet bed that they were all sleeping on. <laughs> Go ahead, Abraham. Now, here's, I know you here's Josh, what you said. So there is a little guy that's on the island. And one day when we were all sitting at when we were sitting at camp that we got voted out, he basically took a fish, cooked it over an open fire took the lime juice saw, put lime juice on it. I don't know where you got the peppers from and made the best fish I've ever tasted. But, I mean, that, was that, but that was at Ponderosa? That was at Ponderosa, but it was the same. It's that fish everybody be talking about. We could, They could do better. The, the rewards are trash. They could I do mean, way and they were, the- they were on to something. I don't remember what season it was on, but they started implementing like new reward stuff that got really interesting. Remember when... Uh, I can't remember, but one tribe won like a they got to spend the day on like a yacht and eat pizza. And then Cochran actually like showed up at the yacht and gave them like advice and stuff like that. Like that would be cool. Just have like some castaway come back, you know, do well, one appearance on the island and just give them advice. Like, uh, so I don't know uh, if you guys have anything else to add on. I know everyone's like, oh, my those, God. I man. will say most of the examples that you're bringing up, at least from my memory, are post-merge individual rewards. I don't believe most of the pre-merge 
tribal rewards were ever as exciting. But I agree with you that it's gotten, I agree with you that overall it's gotten too stale, but I do think it's like a little bit apples and oranges because those things were a little later on in the game. Um, But yeah, I think when they, when you, when you put yourself in this corner of everything is super tough and you start with nothing, then you have to offer the basics as your first rewards because you can't be like, oh, well, sure, you don't have a flint or cooking supplies, but here's a bed. Like, nope, they that doesn't really do much for them at that point. And I don't just yeah. look, I wouldn't mind the fact that they got the fishing gear, but I need somebody to come up with some fish. I, I, really, don't, want, I don't want the next reward to be fish. If I were giving you fishing gear, I don't want the reward to be fish. No, that's a great way to put it. And I mean, I'm I'm okay with the fishing gear. I think if anything and one of the things that's bugging me the most and i know it's probably never going to go away this is probably just the new normal i really am getting sick of them like using the flint like so much like you lose it after every time you lose a challenge and then you have to fight to get it back and the first challenge is always for the flint i get that flint is like the most important thing i'm just like give them the flint just just give them the flint and then we can focus on other stuff. But uh, the last thing I'll say to end this like giant point is <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you guys think um, you guys can tell when I really get passionate about something because I kind of sit up and I'm like, OK, no. Um, do you guys think we're ever going to go back to that? Or do you think this is just the new normal and it's it's going to stay like this for, you know, years and years to come? Uh, I don't think so. I think for me, looking at the 40, 41, 42, and now 43, um, even with the challenge where they had to use the challenge to walk across on the top of the boxes, I think they take the feedback and they try to build on it. So I I don't think this is going to be the norm, but I do like a lot of the changes in 43 season that we didn't have in 41 and 42. So they're going in the right direction. So if you're going to create something new, you still got to work out some bugs. Those are just some bugs I'm like, we had the same type of rewards two seasons ago. Let's let's move it. Let's move past those. Josh, what about you, man? You think they're ever going to go away from it? Or are we stuck on these ten fish? <laughs> I think we're probably pretty stuck on it. Um, as much as I hate to say say that, because I think it's either that it's like it's like. The options are you have really difficult no food survivor that's shorter and therefore we're going to have to make the rewards food because that's the only time we're really offering it. Or we're nicer to the contestants and we give them more at the beginning and we give them a flint and they have a little more of a food source. They have some rice, they have some beans, and then we can be more creative with the rewards because they have some food, but people are going to complain, well, now it's only 26 days and they've got enough food. And so is it really survivor anymore? And so my guess is they've made that way. They've weighed that back and forth and gone, well, we'd rather keep it survivor rather than people think like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a little bit more of a cushy experience so that, that we can give them some neat rewards. Um, I think there's probably a middle ground to be found there some way, somehow. You got to you got to keep faith. I mean, we did have Applebee's on season 42, which was fun to see. And then they did at least have the the other part of the reward where they got to go to a different tribe's camp, which was really nice to see like as I, well. The question is, when they were shooting 43 and 44, what were the COVID restrictions like in Fiji? I am also curious about that. Like, what are the restrictions still? Right. And 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 maybe, you know, how much has that affected things? And maybe if by 45 and 46, the country's open back up again, then maybe they can do a little more 
you know, but I was looking I at the were... too. They they did do they did do a um a stay at a sanctuary last season. So they've mm-hmm. done, you know, they did some things. Yeah, yeah. forty one and forty two was in the throes of uh, the pandemic, a hundred percent. So I can understand the limitations of of production at that time. So you're right. I don't know what happened in forty three and forty four. I'm pretty sure they weren't the same because by that time we know we had a lot of stuff going on to help. Um, but I'm... again, as, I, I, as long as the, the show continues to grow and move forward, I'm good. Would you rather Randy them get rid of the like the reward wins at like six five six and five seven six and five where it's you get then an advantage in the immunity challenge? I would. I I really would. I I know it might be. I'm sure there's people listening to this who are like, oh my gosh, it is not that big of a deal. It to me, it was one of my favorite things about the show. I'm definitely not going to be one of those people that's like, oh, show's ruined. I'm done. Like I'll survive, and I still am loving Survivor to this day. Love it. Uh, wait, my wait passion, until you but... get to Survivor China, and then you're really good. Like the reward challenges in China are insane. I'm and then like, you're really going to be upset about games from China. It's funny you brought up Josh. Can we do something when you watch these seasons? Because I was just thinking about that today. I almost went live while I was watching it earlier today. Because I'm like, this would be really cool. Like. This would be bonus content. By the way, we did start a um, Patreon. So go check that out. We're looking to get more content out for you guys on Patreon. And I think that would be something really cool. Someone who's never seen any of these seasons, like going back and watching it for the first time. Like I know who wins most of them. And I know like the characters, obviously. I've done my research, but it's still cool to go back and watch them for the first time and everything. But I was also like, I don't know how much time you and Abraham had. So I was like <laughs> thinking about like, what's the best way to do this? Like when watch I, alongs on Fridays. <laughs> when I first was getting like really into Survivor, the one of the first things I did, this was 2018, um, after I'd watched a few seasons, but then decided to go back and binge was there's like, I have like 20 Reddit posts in a row that were like my watchbacks of, 11 i think i started with panama actually was the first one i started writing but like 12 through 27 or 28 and each season i did like a first time through best move worst move thoughts about the season etc etc so um i'd be happy to to re-explore those seasons. oh man we will definitely talk about this out there everyone and try to get it for you what what were you gonna say that's a different survivor (laughs) china philippines um different times different africa we would be uh, here. We would be here all night if we start talking about like them going to different places. That's something that I wish they would just end the contract with Fiji. That's something that will probably never change. Uh, Abe, you've seen before we get back to our finishing our closing statements here on the episode. You've seen every season, haven't you? I have. You um, have? I've hey, incorrect. Season. You need to go back and watch all the Australia seasons, sir. Not. And you know <laughs> what? I didn't even realize they had an Australia survivor until. I started preparing to go for my season for Survivor, and I went to YouTube and I just started pulling up stuff, and I was like, "Who's the host? That's not Jeff." And that's when I realized they had a different Survivor at that time. Because you got to think about it: when I started looking at Survivor, there was only one. Yeah, there was there was not any other Survivor. So, hey, but I'm happy to see Africa come on board and have their Survivors thriving, Australia Survivors thriving. Uh, hope to see UK Survivor come out and thrive when they, they do their season. Uh, the more, the merrier. And it definitely, if we have the international survivor, I definitely want to be on that that particular squad. Um, I stay ready. I stay ready. Before, and if I see Will out there, I'm voting him off. <laughs> Before we get to that, the last things I want to say for season 43, Josh, you said we've, we've picked our winners. I was team Ryan. 
Uh, Abraham picked Cody to win it all. So, Josh, who are you? Uh, do you have someone you like now? You said it takes a couple weeks for you to find someone that you like. We're four weeks in, buddy. Oh, no. Oh, oh, I could have told you. I could have told you a week or two ago. No, I mean, like how like in terms of who do I who am I probably most rooting for at the moment? Yeah. It's probably Cody. I mean, just, you know, it's a whole player played the best game. <laughs> he's he's done the most things so far. Yeah. Right. Um, and done them entertainingly in a way that, you know, you like him and what he whatever that word is, the anti villain that he is like, he's he's done it great. Um. I got the the list of players pulled up here, you know, and then it's like, I feel like after Cody, then I've got like a list of like eight people that I'd like, Oh, all these people would be great. Would be good winners. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a Jesse, like a Noel, um, like a James. uh, I'm going to throw Gio. I'm going to put Gio out there. You know, I like Ryan just like, I think he's got a great story and, but, and it's like some of these people haven't done a ton yet, but it's, four episodes in resumes aren't made in four episodes so it's just about picking the people that you like and that you think are gonna like i think gabler is hilarious i would be i would love it if gabler gets to eight and then goes okay i've been waiting for this the whole time and then just like all of a sudden starts like you know uh really strategically picking through but i think they're kind of setting him up for that for that late Josh is a smart man. He just give he just gave us everyone. <laughs> no, I think I think Cody. I think Cody. I think Cody um as my number one. And then I think like, but if I'm thinking like who actually could win, yeah. Man, I I feel like Jesse is gonna do really well in this game. I think his just yeah. man, no, he's smart. Know. He's just so smart and he's street smart and book smart and you know, he's just good. And like, if you want to pick somebody who's like, not the alpha dude, you know, it's like, who's going to be in like that two and three spot and just sort of stay there. I saw, I saw numerous people saying Cassidy might be getting like an Erica edit and could come out of nowhere to win. Uh, well, you know, Cassie has spoke out and says, Hey, we playing survivor. I'll cut throat as much as I have to. So, uh, and she made it past the first vote. But it's the hardest vote is that first vote. But we haven't seen much of Coco yet. So it's like no. so hard to know if she's get like, I don't know. I try not to read too much into the whole edit thing because I feel like if people are just, the editors have to be aware of the edgic thing by this point. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, they're going to start. Yeah, mixing up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't pay that close attention to it either. Uh, gentlemen, before we open the polls for the fans to vote for player of the week. Last week, Carla barely beat out Noel for player of the week. It was a very tight battle. I actually had to like count numbers and everything. Uh, So she becomes our third player of the week after Cody. And I forgot who won it. Oh, Ellie won week one. So who wins player of the week in your guys' opinions for week four of Survivor? There's a lot of people to choose from here. Oh, it's not Cody. You don't think so? It's oh, Cody. Really? Cody's yeah. Who's your other people? Cody is my He, li- he single-handedly my won them that challenge. Yeah. Off a really good negotiation. And Coco, Lindsay did herself in. It wasn't like somebody spearheaded, like Lindsay spearheaded her own demise. I was, so. I well, I was thinking, Car- I think Carla still had another good episode. Carla. She did. But just yeah. not as good as Cody. <laughs> I mean, she was, was she there? Did, no, no, she was there. Cody. <laughs> Cody. Okay, so if you want to go off what uh, Josh and Abraham said here, 
the Cody. right answer. The <laughs> correct. Hey, if you want to pick the correct answer, vote for Cody. So, so this will be this will be. Uh, well, those are our comments on episode four of Survivor Forty Three. But now I want to talk about the breaking news that came out earlier today before we end the episode for good, and that was just a little comment that Jeff probes. Let's not blow it out of proportion, but everyone's been wanting this and uh, talking the Dalton Ross. Jeff Probst literally said, we've spoken about an international season. We're interested, but we are, it is not the right time yet. And once you say yet, it gets everyone uh, kind of saying, oh my gosh, it's finally going to happen. So I want to get Josh's opinions on this. I'll, I'll hear Abraham's as well, even though we've spoke earlier today on the live show. Um, what do we think about this? My prediction is if it does happen, I'm instantly circling season 50 of survivor. I just think that would be like the perfect time, like 50th anniversary, you know, it's the 50th season. Let's do an international. And then another thing that is in the works, it is not solidified yet, but we have spoken about on Friday and this is news to those two as well. I'm speaking with uh, the Speaking Llama podcast and trying to get some other people in. We've spoken about doing like an ultimate survivor draft where we just get on for like an hour or so and have fun and um, kind of draft like the 10 best players, you know, who we think are the best players and try to make the best tribe. So we've talked about doing that sometime uh, and possibly making that available on our Patreon. But Josh, I'll go to you first. What do we think about this? And just for fun right now, if there was one player that we needed to represent the United States version of the show, who would you choose? Sandra. Mm. <laughs> what? Oh, Not okay. even that she's like... I'm voting Josh out, man. I'm voting, I'm voting Josh no, out. No, if you could pick one person to like represent U.S. Survivor, just for her attitude alone. like I mean, the even, historic, yeah. She is a great player on top of that. But just, like, just, to, send, just to have Sandra's like anybody but me... Devil may care who gives a fuck attitude. I think it's, would be this is a discussion for a different day. But is she um, a great player? Because she won twice and yes. she hasn't made it past day 16 since. Who cares? <laughs> she, she, hey, look. she won twice. Like, sorry. No. Yeah. She's a great player. She won twice. So, yeah. She's, she's a great player. She won twice. One day, okay. one day we're going to talk Russell Hans and the true game of Survivor. We're going to let that. That's another day. Um, no, he are, are you, are you saying? Are you saying Russell Hance should represent the United States if Philip Shepard would be not. my number two pick? That would be hilarious. Yeah, of, cor- of, of course not. Uh, I will say one day we got to discuss his playing style. I will say that. Um, I'm going to come back in return of the Outcast, the U.S. version of it. So I don't necessarily have to come back in the international one because I'm, I'm coming back in return of the Outcast. I'm putting that out there. Um, you know what? I'm going to put my man Xander out there. I'm going to say Xander. Okay. Xander or Danny. That's what I'm putting out there. I know we're all looking forward to a possible season uh, where it brings all the Survivor uh, kind of international versions together. I'm just going to throw it out there. And we've we've talked about also doing this, Josh, having an episode where we talk about who is the Survivor GOAT. And I'm going to say Tony would have to represent the United States in an international version. Because I I just... I don't know if Tony would go back out, man. I, I, that, would be a, that would be a good question to get him on the podcast and ask him, would he do it again? Yeah. Ask him the magical question. Hey, would you do it again? Make it happen. But we'll definitely. Oh, go ahead, Abraham. 
Uh, who was t- who was Tony's? She Sarah. won her. She Sarah. Sarah. She came back and won. Let me, t- let me. Hey, look. Get me back. Get back with me in December. I'll ask Sarah when I see her. <laughs> Erg. Well, that is that is it for the show, guys. We've covered everything. We've covered the news that have broke. We covered Survivor forty three. And we're just going to keep chugging along on this Survivor train here uh, to next week's episode, which is episode five. I think uh, Josh will not be here for next week's episode because he will be uh, in Philadelphia for Bryson Wendell's event. If you guys are in Philadelphia, go to Bryson Wendell's event. It is a fun time. I promise you, you will enjoy the night. If you guys are in Atlanta, go with Abraham to Davies event. Is that next Wednesday as well, Abraham? No, it's on the 26th. Okay, I was about to say, it's just going to be me and Will. Um, So, no. So, Abraham will be here. We won't have Josh. And we are also in talks to have a very special guest next week as well. So, possibly stay tuned with that. If you can't join next week, it will be coming up soon. Uh, So, do you guys have anything else to say before we log off here? Hey, if the schedule permits on the 26th, I'll do the live part with you. Oh, perfect. Yep. I got to wait to see if my costume comes in. Thank you. Thank you for uh, bringing that up. Also, join us. We go live on Instagram every week um, right before the episode, about 30 minutes before. You never know who's going to show up. We literally had the winner of Survivors uh, Australia, Blood versus Water, Mark Wales, on the show earlier today. You never know who's going to show up. One time we had Tiffany, Brad, and uh, JD get on, which JD never gets on anything. So, <laughs> Did you plan that? Did you did you plan Mark jumping on or he just jumped on? He just jumped on. Oh, okay. So you never know. But thank you guys for joining us. You can catch all of our social medias on our Instagram page at Survivor Now Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll speak to you again next week.